0: Every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe.
1: Ich wart seit Wochen auf diesen Tag
0: und tanze vor Freude über den Asphalt,
1: als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied. Weiter durch die zieht, die Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga podcast. The Bundesliga is back and I'm your host Manuel Fade, and I'm as always joined by Stefan Piankowski. And Stefan, it's back. It's back. It's coming back. I'm so excited. It's, <laughs> we're just like 24 hours away. A uh, time of the recording uh, for the Bundesliga to kick off at the Deutsche Bank Arena. Frankfurt against Bayern. Um, Mm. Very exciting.
0: Very exciting indeed. Um, It's been fun covering the transfer stuff. Obviously, that's our job, but uh, nothing beats just getting the football in, watching the football. So I can't wait. I mean, maybe not as excited about the opening game just because I don't think it's going to be much of a contest, but I'm very excited. it might be. Well, should we just get straight into it
1: then? Yeah, well, after this break, and then we're going to straight get into it. But (laughs) yes. This episode of the Ging Pressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events. The first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting props and futures, head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLE50. That is B L E A V five zero BLE50 to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on our first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Um. Yeah. I guess this is right away where we're going to have maybe some um, contentious discussion there, Stefan. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first game is Frankfurt against Bayern. That's the Bundesliga opener. Um, As you know from last year's edition, when we did these prediction shows, we picked uh, a game each for our match of the week. Um, We both picked another game, but this is obviously the opener. So I guess we have to talk a little bit about it. And um, I actually have this down as Bayern Munich dropping points. Frankfurt 2, Bayern 2. And here's why. Because that's what Bayern do in Frankfurt. (laughs) (laughs) It's tradition. And then another aspect is that, um, yes, two years ago, they smashed Schalke to open the Bundesliga 8-0. But last year, they dropped points against Hoffenheim. And traditionally, Bayern actually don't do well at the season opener. Which makes me think... Um, this is a perfect occasion for Frankfurt to do hit them and take points off them. So yes, I have this down as a to-do draw.
0: Interesting. I have the opposite opinion. I think Frankfurt look a little wobbly at the moment. Uh, you know, I don't think they've really improved dramatically in the transfer window. Philip Kostic now looks certain to be leaving. There's rumors today that he signed a contract with Juventus. Mm-hmm. Um and, I mean, that might come out by the time people listen to this. I'm not too sure. Maybe it's, maybe it's nothing. You never know. But um, I, I just think there's too much noise at Frankfurt. I think they'll be okay over the course of the season because I think Glasner's a very good coach. But um, I just don't know if they're in great shape right now. And, and their key player is winking at Juventus. Or as it mm. say in Germany, Juventus Turin. Um, <laughs> but uh, on the whole, I just... And, and, and after that Super Cup, Wow, I think Bayern are gonna absolutely blow them away. So I've got
1: 3 0 Bayern. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Um, and <laughs> I, I think it's going oh, oh, hopefully it's going to be an exciting start to the season. But then um we're treated on Saturday to this I personally thought it was a little odd that they scheduled it that way. Uh curious what you think. Because this is your match of, of the week, right? On Berlin against Hertha. Mm. berlin uh the berlin derby which is uh, is a big fixture in the calendar um so usually you kind of want that smacked in the middle somewhere not at the start what's what's your thoughts on this and what how do you think it's going to end um
0: I, i don't think it really matters when you play this game to be honest with you i think at the end of the day you know it's a big game in the calendar it's a lot of fun um And I think the really interesting thing is that obviously both teams have had kind of ups and down transfer windows. I think Union Berlin look in much better shape. Um, Obviously they've been the better team for quite some time now in Berlin. Um, And I think if I'm not mistaken, saying they're now officially the bigger club based on members. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just think, you know, Hertha were a bit of a car crash last season. I think they're probably still going to be a bit of a car crash this season. Um, And I think Union Berlin will probably continue to go from strength to strength. As we kind of said in our preview show on Wednesday for subscribers, Mm -hmm. um, I think they've actually recruited very well in the summer. So I've gone for a relatively, well, I've gone for a 1-0 win for Union Berlin. So maybe not that
1: comfortable, but I think they should be able to edge it. Yeah, I agree with everything that you say. I I went for a more comfortable 3-1 victory. And because it's cruel, and that's what Hertha is to their own fans, I think Hertha's going to take the lead. And then mm. it's just going to fall apart for them. Um, yeah, I echo everything you say that, you know, Union look like the, the, the better team, the bigger team now. I mean, by membership, they are. And I think we kind of really stressed that in our, in our big preview podcast that we did midweek too, right? That this is now the case. Union is Berlin's club now and um Hertha is the number 2 so but yeah it should be a really interesting fixture i think it's the the definitely the saturday game mid saturday game to watch and um a game where f- wherever you are if you're in, the, in if you're in europe of course easy if you're in the east coast 9:30 west coast 6:30 a.m. great um so yeah big match um up next is gladbach against hoffenheim i have this as a 1-1 draw how about you I also have as a one-one draw. Mm.
0: Uh, I'll explain why. You know, I th- I feel like both these teams that haven't had great summer windows. Mm. Um, even though I think Hoffenheim obviously had a better season last year, they finished it very poorly. Yeah. Uh, and even though I think Gladbach maybe kind of, well, they certainly did stable the ship because they didn't end up getting dragged into a relegation race. Uh, I still think there's a lot of problems in that club. Um, yeah. You know, we've obviously seen a few big players move on. Ginter left. In Bolo's left um, and add to that a new head coach in place who I'm not entirely sure is, really knows, well I'm sure he knows what he's got himself in for but it's an almighty task um, mm-hmm. and in typical Gladbach fashion you know they, they have the players to maybe perform but they also have two or three players who could leave by this time next week so I think they're in all sorts of a mess in the minute um, and I don't think Hoffenheim have really recovered from a, t- a terrible end to the season and also losing some players themselves. So I think these are two very, I think these are two teams that will struggle this season. So I've gone for 1 1 draw as well.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think for, totally agree with everything you say. It's a little bit of one of those games too where I thought, okay, well, this, we, we just don't know where they are. And I think even they themselves don't know where they are. So hmm. um, this kind of result makes sense. Uh, up next is Wolfsburg against Werder. And because I picked. Wolfsburg as uh, my underdog to watch this year and um, I'm very quite confident that they are going to come out of the gates um, really well Uh, I think this is going to be an easy 3-0 victory against the Werder Bremen side that's going to struggle to to find a footing in the Bundesliga well how about you
0: no again completely agree I've gone for a very comfortable 2-0 win for Wolfsburg Mm -hmm. here uh you know I really feel like they've kind of got you know they're shit together, for lack of a better expression. Um, yeah. They've got they've got a fantastic head coach, I think Nico Kovac. If he's not fantastic, he, he at least knows the Bundesliga. He knows how to get a team mm. into the top six. Uh, and I actually think they've picked up some really impressive signings this summer. Um, you know, I'm really excited to see what Kamen, Kaminsky can do. Uh, I'm really <laughs> interested to see what Patrick Wimmer can do in a better side. I thought he was really good last year uh and they obviously had and they've, and they've they already had a very impressive squad to begin with they just needed the right head coach in there to get things going well so um i i'm i totally agree with you i think wolfsburg will be quite good this season so i've gone for a 2-0 win as
1: well uh, american listeners will um probably hope, also look forward to what kevin paredes can do with his sign for i think seven million dollars last winter with an eye mm. for this season so niko kovac uh tasked with getting the best out of him um, so we'll see if, if he features uh, how much he features this year hmm. um, next is Bochum against Mainz and um, we are both not very hot on Bochum but uh, we also both know that Mainz cannot win on the road or was it the other way around I can't remember but um, <laughs> it's I have this as a 1-1 draw as a result um, of I I also have it as a 1-1 draw Oh, there we go. <laughs> Easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I completely agree. I, I I'm still not sure what to expect of mines. So I yeah. did, uh, you know, um listeners or readers actually of the Substack will know that I actually spoke to Bo Svensson in, uh, in in the summer break. And I asked him specifically about this Jekyll and Hyde form, and he gave some interesting answers, but uh, which were in the newsletter. But um, you know, I think I think that kind of Jekyll and Hyde form. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde form tongue twister there um, Mm. where they were very good uh, on the road and quite poor at home I think or was it the other way around? I think it was the other way around actually they're they're good at home and bad away yes Um, that's how it was uh, I I don't expect that to be the case this season because Spencer Mm. was basically suggesting that it it came down to a number of things like Covid, uh, a lack of fans in the club uh, the players having to get used to that all over again so I think we'll probably see a more stable Mainz side, but at the same time, I think they've had a tricky summer as well. I think they'll be rebuilding this summer, or this season, and Bochum should be able to take a point, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, as you said, we both agree. Uh, up next, Augsburg against Freiburg, and I have, this is a 2-1 Freiburg win. Um, I really like what Freiburg have done in the summer. Yes, they lost Nico Schlotterberg, but bringing in Matthias Ginter, uh, Ritzodon comes in, and um, other than that, they keep their squad very much together. And um, I think this is this is a game that they're going. I think, even though it's, I said two one, I think this is going to game they're comfortably going to win.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I've gone for a one 0 win for Freiburg. Um, I think I, I can't really add to much much more than what you said. I think Freiburg should be quite good this season. They should be fine. I think Augsburg will continue to struggle. So yeah, one 0 win
1: um then my top spiel which is also the top spiel Dortmund against Leverkusen and I had some struggles with my prediction here um I am went at the end with a 3-2 Dortmund win but I do think this could also very much go the other way I think both teams Dortmund do have the whole Sebastian Haller I think to deal with the fact that he was diagnosed with uh, testicle cancer right and will be out for several months Um, that said they I think they look quite good in the Pokal Um, they attack with the three men up front is is going to be very interesting and I think Almost a little bit the same approach, and Bayern Munich are going to have with, money um, and Gnabry up front, right? Not with only real number nine, and that might actually work in their favor. Now, the reason why I'm struggling to to select an easy winner here is because Leverkusen have also done a really good job in the transfer window this this summer, um, mostly by keeping their best players, and just adding the one Adam Hosek. Although there is, uh, Michailo Mudrik is still in talks with the club, and there is some movement now, so he might still join, which means two very good attacking players having joined the club, right? Um, the thing with Leverkusen is, though, how heavy is that cup defeat going to weigh on them, mm. right? Dortmund got the job done easily. Leverkusen did not. And we know from Leverkusen that they're a little bit fickle and a negative result like that can can hurt them. So I, that's why Dortmund, in my mind, was... Is going to edge this game but just mm.
0: yeah it's an interesting point because i've i've gone for a 3-2 win for Dortmund, and i've really just gone for that because i mm. think it's going to be a i think it's gonna be a high scoring game yeah. and i think it's going to be a very intense game i think i saw the abc in the united states are actually showing this game for free on their main channel i know uh it's good and- it's great news because I couldn't have picked, I don't think they could have picked a better game to showcase just how much fun the Bundesliga could be. Uh, Cause this, this fixture almost always throws up all sorts of fireworks. Uh, so many excellent attacking players. It'll be on the pitch. Um, and, you know, even though my heart might not my heart, my brain actually suggests that Leverkusen could actually steal this just because, you know, I think Dortmund are still going to have to go into this game without a a proven striker in the sense that Moukoukou will probably have to start up front, which Mm. may end up being the difference maker between the two sides. Um, And I actually think, man for man, Leverkusen probably do match Dortmund these days, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, But Dortmund do seem to have a habit of picking up results in these games, or at least historically. And there's just something that makes me think, you know, new head coach is a kind of, even though the Haller news was desperately disappointing. I still think there's a kind of good feel factor about the club this summer. They've brought in some other great players, you know. Um, there's still a bit of work that has to be done, obviously, to bring in another striker, probably. But I think they probably should be able to steal it in end. I think it's just good. Basically, my 3-2 prediction is me saying, I think it'll be a very exciting game. The Dortmund should just about mm-hmm. edge
1: it. And we're both saying 3-2, so there's that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, next is Stuttgart against Leipzig. And I actually think this is going to be quite a good game too. Leipzig will, in my mind, rebound from their uh, DFL Super Cup defeat to Bayern Munich. I think, um, and this is, this is I think, really important to note with, with this DFL Super Cup, very much a game of two halves, wasn't it? A 3-0, mm. a 3-0 and a, a 3-2 <laughs> in Leipzig's favor in the second half. Um, I think that the second half was much more representative of where Leipzig are at and um, still very much a team in transition because they're not done by any stretch of the imagination with their, with their transfer window, with um, Timo Werner still very much in talks with the club. Having said that, they have some sort of certainty now that Konrad Leimer is uh, with 90% possibility staying, of staying now, which is great news. David Raum is there. And I think that um, on balance, I think they're just way better quality than Stuttgart. Now you think they're going to win this game 3-1. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm expecting a bit more from Stuttgart this season just because they haven't sold Borna Sosa or Kaladzic yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they may still do, but it looks like they're probably going to keep them. So I do kind of think they might be okay. I think they'll still be able to maybe get a goal against Leipzig, but I completely agree with you. I think, I think the Leipzig will see this season is probably the one that came on in the second half against Bayern. I'd be very surprised if, you know, for example, um, Forsberg started up front. Um, I think we should see Donate Diomo. I think we'll see Andre Silva up front within Kunku. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, um, they should be able to welcome some players back. Guardial's still out, but uh, they still have, obviously, as you said, David Reum on the left wing, a left wing back, which will make a big difference. So I think Leipzig should have enough to beat Stuttgart. So I've gone for a 2 1 win for Leipzig.
1: Yeah. Um, pretty close again. Uh, the final game, then, and we're almost through this lightning speed today. Köln <laughs> against Schalke. Um, this is actually, you know, on paper, two of the most traditional clubs playing against each other. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a nice way to round up uh, a Sunday, the Sunday. Um, and I think it's actually going to be quite a fascinating game seeing. Schalke back in the Bundesliga and how are they are going to approach it after two very difficult years, right? Uh, first, um, mm. a disastrous campaign in the Bundesliga, as we mentioned on top of the pod, they, they lost that very campaign, they lost the very first game 8-0 to Bayern and it didn't get much better for the rest of the season. Um, against the Köln side that has been very much resurgent over the last few years and will be in the Europa Conference League um, this year. Uh, so I actually think Cologne obviously the favourite, and I think Cologne are going to win this
0: 2-0. Yeah, I've gone for a 1-0 win. Um, I think Cologne should have enough to beat them. Uh, they are the better team. They're they're now an established Bundesliga side, of course, and I mm-hmm. think they were also quite good at home last season as well. Yeah. Um, have But then it's the, the tricky thing with Cologne last season was that they weren't very good at seeing out games. Um, even though they did very well in the end in the league, um, their goal difference was very narrow in most matches. So I don't expect them to really blow Schalke away. And more than anything else, it's just so nice to see that fixture back on the Bundesliga yes. fixture list. You know, it's Agreed. it's I'm, maybe Dortmund fans don't agree with me, but I just love having Schalke back in the top flight. There's such a such a huge club. Um, okay, so
1: it, I have to. Uh... Let's be honest here. Dortmund fans secretly agree. That it's <laughs> yeah, good they that. missed them. them. Of course, they missed yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, like it's like Bayern fans always tell me that like they don't want 1860 back in the Bundesliga. Like, give me a break. Of course, you do. It's a derby. They Everyone want Nuremberg. Derby. They want yeah. Nuremberg back. Of
0: course. Well, they don't have to worry about it because they've got Augsburg, here, the second biggest team in Bavaria. So it's fine. <laughs> 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 okay. You're not, anyway.
1: you're not. You're not biting. No, I'm not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, anyone was saying they don't want their like everyone wants their rival to go down because it's kind of you can make fun of them, but then you actually kind of quickly want them back, right? Because you do want to play them. That's my point. Yeah, of course, of course. Um,
0: (laughs) It's great to have Schalke back in the division. Uh, They're going to make such a big difference. But on the pitch, I'm not expecting a huge amount from them. I think they should be Mm. okay to avoid relegation, but. A way yeah. to a way to Cologne is exactly exactly the kind of games I think is probably a little too much for them right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Schalke is actually going to be a really fascinating story this year mm. to watch. Yeah, and
0: do you know um, what we kind of talked about this on our preview pod? But I actually referenced Cologne as a perfect example that Schalke should look to emulate, in the sense that you know a team that got promoted, a bit of a yo-yo side in 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 recent decades, but. They've now really properly established themselves in the Bundesliga, um, much like Union Berlin as well. Actually, and that's those are the kind of clubs that Schalke should be looking at, um, yeah. to try and copy to get back on their feet in the top flight.
1: And it might take, and I mean, all of this is true to where for where Bremen too, but it might take one of those clubs to get relegated one more time before the pain really ends. Yeah, um, that's how what happened to Köln, right? Köln when they went down. They didn't stay up right away. You know, yeah. they had to go through a relegation again, um, and I think this might be the sort of process that both Werder and Schalke might have to go through too. It's going to be a bit painful,
0: which is person. which is still better than Hamburg, who are still going through that pain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're going through all sorts of hell um, yeah. after being the the dinosaur. Uh, they're soon going to turn into a second division dinosaur. Uh, the way things are going, um, they're
0: going but- to be a fossil at this
1: rate. <laughs> <laughs> um, the clock is in the museum, so you know at least Hamburg are not yet. Um, that rounds up the podcast for this week. Um, Bundesliga is back. Um, as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online. And I once again leave us a review on on this show. Um, the the two shows or regular podcasts will still be available for free um on wherever you listen to your podcast. And then of course we have our substack where you get something, get the specials, including the big preview podcast that we did midweek where we go through every single club. So if you want to listen to that, um, subscribe to our substack. stack um, and will be on there, including some really other cool content. Um, I did an 18 thoughts uh, newsletter this week, um, where I also went through every single club and some of the news that you have to look out for this, the ahead of match day one. So give that a read. And um, Stefan, you did something new, Julian Draxler, which I thought was a really interesting read as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and we've been saying that to each other since we set up the Substack. It's just a nice mm-hmm. place for us to kind of write pieces that we usually can't do yeah. uh, for the bigger publications that we work for, and I think people enjoy it as well. It, at the end of the day, it's just a it's just a Bundesliga blog, you know. It's yeah. like an old fashioned blog, which you don't really see that often anymore. I yeah. guess the I guess they are quite common, and they've just been repackaged, and we all call them newsletters now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it it that's the spirit of it, and we've had some great support so far. So. We're having a lot of fun with it.
1: And the interaction has been great too. So thank you for that. Um, Yeah, enjoy match day one. I think we're all looking forward to it. It's like Christmas come early. So until next week, auf Wiedersehen.